Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Alyssa Nicole, and welcome to Transcendent Nirvana. I'm an aspiring naturopathic doctor, entrepreneur, and independent consultant. It's my biggest goal to aid the community in cultivating the healthiest, wealthiest lifestyle possible. It's my passion to help others as they continue on their journey of becoming one with their highest self. Good rising friends. On today's episode, we're going to talk about being present, um, the meaning of being present, um, power of the mind, and just being, period. So a few of the excerpts that I'm reading from is from the book, The Power of Now. And they talk about the past, the present, and the future in terms of mean what it means to be present in each of those. When you're stuck in the past a lot, um, that's when you have a lot of those recurring thoughts, whether they be negative or positive. Um, a common symptom is PTSD in relation to negative recurring thoughts. If you experience something very traumatizing, very detrimental to your mind, um, your mind has a habit of, of subconsciously falling into the past all the time. All of your thoughts are created from that past situation. And vice versa, if it were to be the future, if you always live in fear that things are not going to go as, as planned or you're always just very anxious about what's going to happen, and that's living in the future. But the goal is to be as present as possible in the present time because all you have is now. In order to ace being present and authentically living your presence, actually enjoy life being present, you have to understand your mind versus your body. I'm sorry, I'm fixing my morning drink. <laughs> Oftentimes throughout the day, um, living in this conditioned world that we've been taught to from a child, we've been conditioned to, to think a certain way, to live a certain way, to go about things a certain way. Throughout that um, that daily cycle, that repeated, restricted cycle, we often have these flashes of insight called sator. That's an esoteric meaning, sator, meaning flash of insight. And those are those little highs that you have throughout the day. When you get a little excited about something, you feel good about life, you're high on life for that split second or whether it be five minutes or it could happen when you're in connection with someone. You have that flash of insight. That's something that you feel in your body and your mind activates it uh, subconsciously. The goal is that you want to be able to step into that sator on your own conditions. Now, in order to be able to do that, you have to understand your consciousness as well. There is consciousness and unconsciousness. Consciousness leads to peace, whereas unconsciousness leads to pain. And within unconsciousness, you have two types. You have ordinary and you have deep. Now, like we were just talking about um, how we are all conditioned. You go to school from a very young age and 
they teach you what you they they tell you what you have to learn about they tell you when you can eat lunch when you can go outside when you can use the restroom that's where you're locked into in society's ordinary unconsciousness you have no no sense of freedom no sense of of being your own person and it pulls a lot out of you it pulls it pulls it restricts you from from really connecting with the earth, connecting with life, connecting with your peers, because you aren't utilizing your own strengths, I guess you could say. And then you also have deep unconsciousness. And this happens, this arises when, say you're in an argument with someone and they really just max you out. That's that's that level of deep unconsciousness. You can't, you can't think clearly you can't speak clearly your mind immediately starts to react your mind immediately goes to a place of deep unconsciousness and your body reacts as it would if you were in a a flight or fight situation you feel like you have to defend yourself in that moment and that's when those toxic behaviors arise and they're very prominent in this time um for example I personally experienced like bad listening skills at times. And if I'm to get into a heated argument with someone, I oftentimes forget to check in with myself and remember to be conscious, be present in that moment so I can actually comprehend what's going on and I can receive the information of what's going on, process it clearly and respond accordingly. When when you're not able to do that, you you immediately just respond with those toxic connective behaviors, um, like talking over people, for example. Someone's trying to get their point across and get you to understand their perspective, and I'm just talking and talking or shutting down and, and completely being oblivious to the situation or the conversation. That's a toxic behavior because that's leaving the other person feel feel unheard whereas you think you're protecting your peace is it's not a, a good outlet if you're trying to build connection with someone and maintain connection within those disagreements that you have and this doesn't even have to be in like personal relationships this is also within business relationships with your peers at school you want to be able to keep a clear consciousness when debating things when trying to problem solve um, when trying to connect, when trying to network, all of the above. So all of this is is very important. Um, and the way you learn to control these things is becoming the watcher of your mind. You have to know your triggers. That's something that you have to study. You have to understand yourself and know when something ticks you off. And know, okay, this is a time for me to step back and really just observe. Let me see what's going on. Let me check in with myself. Someone said this specific line and it it makes me it makes me feel away. So now I'm gonna take a step back and instead of just reacting, oh why did you say that? Uh I'm so angry with you and and just reacting very negatively. Alternatively you can absorb what was being said 
Take a step back in your mind. Observe how it made you feel. What areas of your body tensed up? Um, what thoughts arised once you heard that? Like, really, really observe your body and understand why whatever was said or whatever was done made you feel that way. And then from there, once you can verify your reasoning as to why something triggered you, you know how to go about it. Let me think of an example. Um, if someone were to tell me, oh, I don't like your hair color, I could approach it with a negative outlook with natural um, toxic behavior and take that very personally and be and internalize that that quote of what was said to me and allow it to be detrimental to my confidence and let it bring me down. I could think to myself, oh, this must mean I'm not attractive. This must mean I'm not appealing to the public eye. Or I could receive that information, process it in my mind. Okay, why does this, why is it that when this person says this to me, that they don't like my hair color? And this is just an example. Why did that make me feel away? Why did I feel a drop in my in my chest, in my stomach? Why does that make me feel threatened? It threatens the ego. That's why. And you have to learn how to diverge from that, arise, rise above that. Don't let the ego run your mind. You have to run your body, not your ego, your soul. So the positive way to go about that is to say, okay, they don't like my hair color. That's their preference. I have a preference. I chose the hair color because that's what I like. And you go on about your day in a positive outlook. You notice when you do go about it in a positive outlook, you maintain your peace. And when you're able to step out of your ego, step out of that unconsciousness and be present and be conscious and think about the situation and how you're going to respond as such, that's when you know you're gaining control of your mind. You're gaining that power. You're gaining your sense of self. We're going to do a quick little exercise now. So, and this is a, a, a presence exercise. I want you to close your eyes. And it doesn't matter if the room is noisy or if it's quiet. Um, it may be a little bit easier to focus on things if it's quiet. But just close your eyes and just be, just listen to the sounds. Listen to, if you have background noise, listen to the background noise. Listen to the silence under the background noise. Really observe, ob observe what you hear. That silence, that static is, is what holds space for being. That's what holds space for presence. Think about an empty room. And you can open your eyes now. <laughs> Think about an empty room. 
if you were to be sitting in a room completely empty, there's there's nothing but walls, just silence in it. Even even the walls being up create being. They create a sense of space. Without that, everything would just be darkness. There would be nothing. So everything is created in lieu of creating presence. I'm sorry for my sniffles. <laughs> um, so when you're when you're practicing being present and you're really trying to understand your thoughts and emotions and understand the the dynamics of what it means to actually be here and your power to create you have to approach all of this without avoidance you can't keep denying um your feelings or what is and what isn't you have to accept as is and and make your decision and that's when the fork of life comes up that's where you have that's where you have the option to make your own decisions in life and you have three choices once you approach something and you see that it brings misalignment to your life it doesn't make you feel good or it brings you back to being stuck in the past or in the future you have the option to leave leave the situation as it is and that doesn't mean to leave it with hostility or negativity or any type of negative energy you leave with peace you leave with your head high you leave with a sound mind, you leave present. You have the option to change the situation. When you think about life, life gives you so many opportunities for anything. You make choices and decisions every day. Those are your your opportunities to make change. So when things arise that don't align with you, you have the opportunity to change them. There may not be um, a big red option checkbox drop down in front of you in your life, but you you mentally have to make those decisions and and discipline yourself to make those decisions so that it's not detrimental to your mental health or to your being or anyone else's for that matter. You have to think about the greater good and that is to radiate love and to radiate peace. So if you if you find that that change is better. Think about the small decisions that you can make to to alter the present now. And I'll give you an example. Um, say you're waking up for your daily routine every day, and you don't wake up until eight o'clock on the dot. You have to be at work for eight thirty. You realize that you don't really have enough time to get yourself together in the mornings and, and to really get your mind together. And you're at work with a, a miserable attitude and a negative mindset all day. Oh, I don't want to be here. I have to be to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. But when you make those positive changes, say you decide to create a rising routine and 
Now you wake up 30 minutes earlier, an hour earlier, whatever works best for you. And now you have that opportunity to wake up in the morning, smell the flowers, enjoy a cup of, of matcha or um, journal, do a little bit of reading, get some some body flow in, anything like that to help bring more bring more of a positive outlook out on your day to give you that feel good. Raise those um raise those positive happy feelings that's what you that's what you want to arise and you realize you look at you get to work and you look at life on a better a better outlook oh and you make those 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 mental changes oh i i get to go to work i get to make this money i get to to do the job that i love and that's a good that's another story for another day um speaking about following your true path and doing what you love not just what the world is telling you to do or your parents are telling you to do but going back to the topic you wake up with that positive insight and you're more cheerful about life altogether so you have the options to change or leave and lastly um, like I've said before you could accept accept what it is and in this example um, I'll talk about how for example, being an empath, I know that I'm an empath. Everything I feel, I feel big, big, big emotions, and I have come to terms to just accept that. It doesn't mean that I should allow people to call me a crybaby or make me feel bad for having emotions or make me feel bad for expressing those emotions or being very lighthearted and and spreading so much love to everyone, thinking that I can see the good in everyone. I don't let that fall to my demise. I accept my my empathy ways and I approach life accordingly. I do have to learn when enough is enough and that's when important boundaries um, should be in place. That's why boundaries are very important. But as an empath, I can accept that that is who I am. And I can move with life accordingly. Oh, I get to feel these big emotions. I know that, um, for example, I have my pet. I know that he's very, very, very much loved. My family is very, very much loved. My significant other, I know that I can provide very, a great, a great deal of love to them. And that makes me feel good. That that brings me that feeling of, of presence that sets for. So... Those are your three options when it comes to things like that. I like to try to remind myself to think of that fork. Anytime like I feel something trigger me or I feel out of place or misaligned, I think back to that as I'm stepping out of my mind and being the watcher of my mind. That's something very, very important to always think about. Um, A few things to help with learning to be present and Learning to be the watcher of your mind is grounding and body awareness. I could do a deep, deep talk about grounding and body awareness, but that's where you are making that connection with your inner self, your true self. That's that bridge connecting your soul to your vessel, to the present time and now of what's happening. And in order to create that that bridge, 
you have to be very strong-willed, very strong in your mind because you don't want to just walk over the bridge and it collapses and, and you're spiraling. You want your bridge to be very sturdy and strong. So that's where the shadow work comes in, the grounding exercises, the body awareness, body flow, really getting to understand your body and knowing you as a person. Who are you? What is your true self? Define your true self. And that's a bit of homework y'all can do. Get you a journal and find you some good shadow shadow work prompts. And if you guys are interested, I'll definitely drop some um, shadow work journal prompts in uh, the Instagram, um, what is that called, broadcast. So you guys can see the notifications and everything. I'll drop some questions in there if you guys are interested. Um, just to get you started to start um, shadow doing your shadow work and and deep diving into learning who you really are. Um, I didn't really want this podcast to be this long, <laughs> but yes, I could I could talk about this all day. This is a a very very good topic when it comes to just stepping into that new era of learning who you are and and embodying who you are, your true self. But the ultimate goal of this is transcendence, to obtain conscious immortality. You want to be able to be present fully. That is how you get the best enjoyment of life. That is how that is how you see people that actually enjoy their life. They they tell all people all about it. Oh, they travel the world and and um they're they're loving life with family, et cetera, et cetera. Some people that are miserable may look at this as, oh, they're posting, they're just this and this and that, but it doesn't even, it's, it has nothing to do with, with wealth, um, financial wealth. It's about your mindset and being able to find that positivity in life because you can be broke as a joke <laughs> and I can I can speak to you about that and and still enjoy what life has to offer. But every day is an opportunity for you to to gain that spiritual realization, to obtain that oneness with yourself. When you hear people speaking about um, becoming one with their higher self, this is what that means, to be able to obtain that presence, to be able to be the watcher of your mind, to be able to actually enjoy life, be here to enjoy life. You get into such a repetitive cycle of just waking up, go to work or go to school, come home, sleep, repeat, and that's when you become miserable and super drained with life. The world feels heavy on your shoulders, but life shouldn't be like that. Life should be, life Life is an amazing opportunity to experience so many things. And you have so many opportunities every day to take on those experiences and your desires. And you have every right to take them on, but it's all held in the power of your mind. You have to, have control of your mind. Don't let society take control of your mind. And that's when you become a prisoner of society. That's how you live in absolute negativity, negative energy. It's just not a good a good, good mindset to be in. It's not a good environment to be in mentally. You want, you want to be able to expand and grow. And you can't do that as a soul when you're restricted by society's barriers. Everyone receives 
a chance for this enlightenment every day, like I tell you, but you also get that chance at the end of life, which is experienced as the physical body death, after the physical body death specifically. And it's also experienced in near-death experiences. Um, that's when people speak about um, their life flashing before their eyes. That's that, that flash of insight. It's giving you that reflection of of the life you've lived and, and what you can make of it. It's giving you that opportunity to see what pure life is, pure, pure deep serenity. And... Uh, if you don't adapt that, if you don't learn to become one with that, you you risk falling into having no conscious. And that's the same thing as living in fear. You live in fear every day. You have no, no consciousness. You're living in unconsciousness daily. And that's, it's not a good thing. You don't want to lose your sense of, of consciousness by avoiding the spiritual realization. This will eventually result in that repeat of birth and death experience. And I feel like that's where a lot of the reincarnation um, topic arises within religion. But that's another topic for another day. <laughs> but this rebirth could occur in any physical form. So, like I said, that's, you have to, you have to obtain that you have to hang on to it and it's a part of what makes you you letting go of that is it's gonna it makes room for what's the word I want to use multi-dimensional adaptation I guess I could say you can reincarnate anywhere and you'll just be repeating the exact same life lesson whether you come back as a tree or um a kitten or a human in a different era of time you're gonna repeat that if you don't become one and obtain that that sense of unity that that consciousness and there are many many portals to obtain this oneness you can go deep into your inner body um, and you can do that through meditation through yoga, um, through chai, you can do it through dreamless sleep. That's where a lot of people speak about um, astral projection or lucid dreaming. Um, if you can just sit and completely stop thinking and just listen, you can sit outside in the sun for like 20 minutes. Just don't think, clear your mind. Just feel, feel the sun on your skin, feel the breeze hear the birds, just listen and feel. You can also experience this um, through a portal of conscious death. That's that ego death that we speak about. Or through sex. Tantric, um, tantric sex, tantric love. It opens a, a powerful gateway to obtain that oneness. And like I said, these are all topics that we can get deeper into. So if you guys are um, interested on anything in particular, please do um, let me know. Um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get ready to wrap up this podcast. Um, 
I didn't want to drag it out for too long and I have to get going as I have things to do for the rest of the day but oneness obtaining that that oneness becoming the watcher of your mind not allowing unconsciousness to lead you to no consciousness you have to you have to realize that in the end of it all at the end of this physical form of life death does not equal annihilation true nature is eternal so you have to obtain that oneness with your true self only the only thing lost in death is your personality but if you're not connected with your soul if you're not connected with your true self if you lose that that sense of consciousness then you lose your your true self as well and that's where that rebirth comes in society teaches you that that your true nature is not eternal a lot of religions teach you that your true your true self your soul is not eternal um some teach you that it is but to each his own with religion i do believe it's a manipulation tactic and like i said that's a different topic for a different day but um yes it's very important to be able to obtain that with yourself you have to learn how to forgive forgiveness is important in order to be present if you're living in 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 a sense of um resentment or lack of forgiveness you're not going to be able to authentically be present you can't force you can't force and this this what's the word i want to use you can't force this movement just with negative energy and it has to be positive it has to be of love it has to be of light you have to want this enlightenment want this unity there is so much peace beyond just happiness and unhappiness and to be able to surrender yourself and accept the now as is it, it's so powerful you want to be able to continue with positive action and and with no judgment or labeling and you'll eventually find yourself in an absolute consciousness and you'll have a completely different outlook on life. But that's my cup of tea for today. Um, if you guys are have any other questions about today's podcast or want to know any more information about anything that I spoke about today, please do reach out to me. Let me know. Um, I'm still trying to figure out a way to receive feedback from you guys. Um, but for now, all of the updates will be in the Instagram Um broadcast i did get rid of whatsapp because i just felt like broadcast was a little bit more efficient being that i post a lot of updates on instagram so you can be on the lookout for that at the Alyssa nicole um on instagram and uh, i'll repost that link probably once a week so you guys can join it but yeah um thank you guys so much for listening tell a friend to tell a friend everybody join the community as we are on our journey to oneness and empowerment and enlightenment. Um, I love you all, and I hope you all have an amazing day, a blessed day, a positive-filled day.
and keep practicing being the watcher of your mind. Don't let that be something that you just throw away to the back of your mind. I often have to remind myself on a daily to to continue to practice enlightenment. But thank you guys, and uh, I hope you all enjoy.